This is In the Know for Monday, January 16, the 16th day of 2023. There are 349 days left in the year. This is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station. 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You would have probably appreciated to know this earlier today, but it's uh, National Do Nothing Day. Um, probably too late to do nothing. You've probably already done several things today. Yes, I have. Thanks uh, for the late morning. Could it be? Well, I'm, I mean, there was no school today, so you <laughs> didn't have a school pickup, but you did have a donut stop and yes. you did have other things to do. Would it be uh, Would it be okay if you just do nothing from this point forward today with that makeup for not knowing it earlier? It would. It won't happen, but it you would. Know, you'll get some level of... Uh, Mom, I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. You'll get mm-hmm. some of uh, some of that. Okay. Well, it's a slow day. It's also um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which means it's a banker's holiday. Over there in uh, chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to the tallest banker you know, Mr. Stephen Smith. Mr. I did call you Mr. Smith for the second time this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. Good to be here. How you doing? Well, I've already done a few things. So I've already blown the. Uh, don't do yeah, you can't. You can't don't get to get, check that off your bingo card. Um, it's a banker's holiday, but yet here, uh, here, here you are. What <laughs> you just needed to do something to feel productive on Do Nothing Day, or what? You just you were within the twenty four hour of um, <laughs> awareness of coming to the show. Oh, and I told you I have a spot for you today. Yep. Well, that'll teach you to mm-hmm. send me a message on a Sunday. There you go. Yeah, because exactly right. so you bl- I mean you you started it. <laughs> I'm guilty, but, <laughs> but here I am nonetheless. But you're here, so we know that uh, the bankers are off today because well, there you sit. Do you represent all bankers? <laughs> All bankers everywhere That's all uh, yeah, are I, I off guess. today. Most Americans, though, other than the bankers and the postal workers, are uh, going to work today. Over 50% of workers are expected to be on the job today, uh, but not school teachers, not bankers, not postal service workers, not government workers. I think most governmental offices are are closed. But um, Heather hates it. She does? She talks about all these holidays that we get off, and I'm like, you're just jealous. You know, well, yeah. It, yeah, well, the career path that she chose, she There's does no days it. off, There right. are no days off. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah, if you choose first responder, first informer, or health care, uh, or farmer, <laughs> like right, the, yeah. they, cows still got to be milked. They don't care if it's Columbus Day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when we did add a national, a federal holiday, Last year, when it, like Juneteenth was mm-hmm. added, that led me down to I, I don't have a problem with Juneteenth. What I have a problem with is too many federal holidays. So let's start consolidating. You know, for we we used to have uh, Washington and Lincoln's birthday, mm-hmm. and we combined that into President's Day. So at some point, we may have to kind of revisit this thing, 
Kids just went back to school two weeks ago, and now they're out for a holiday. Uh, let's keep them off. Of, yeah, you're okay? Keep them off? <laughs> I'm okay with keep them all. Oh, oh, yeah. oh keep them all. Yeah, yeah. Said, said, the said the banker. Person who operates on the Fed schedule. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, yeah. I'm with you, Stephen. Yeah. Keep them. The kids should go to school, but no, bankers should be that's, off. that's where I was at. I, I would much rather, which I'm fortunate enough to bring my baby with me, but, right. you know, not everybody is that fortunate. But no, I'd keep her home all the time. Stephen, you don't get to keep take your baby to work? Well, he did today. I did today. Well, one of your babies. Yeah. Uh, he's not your baby. No, the other one's has ball practice in a little bit. <laughs> rain will arrive this afternoon. We're going to see rain on tap for this evening in the area. Going to be warmer tomorrow. We've got two weather systems moving through. One today, one again on uh, Wednesday and Thursday. So just be prepared for that. But uh, kind of a wet week. We'll see uh, showers arriving, an 80% chance of rain. I think showers are probably arriving by the lunch hour or so. High of 48. Rain early tonight, low of 53 overnight, mostly cloudy. For your Tuesday, I didn't know there was an earthquake in Kentucky uh, last week. On Thursday, the U.S. Geological Survey says a 2.6 magnitude quake was epicentered around Bergen, which is in Mercer County. It was at 3.05 Thursday morning. Felt in Lexington, Danville, Nicholasville, Frankfurt. I It came up yesterday in Sunday school, too. I don't know that we're at an anniversary, but it's been about, I think it was in 1990, they predicted that San, uh, uh, the, uh, the New Madrid fault line, you kids were probably in elementary school. Um, you were in elementary school. So... But I went to from Glasgow to New Madrid that day to cover the earthquake. Like it, it wasn't a serious endeavor. It was kind of a gag that we loaded up, and so we could be there when the earthquake happened. And so the station I worked for there sent us there to do the. Were you shaking in your shoes? No, but my dad did have a good comment. He said, "Did they tell you where to stand?" <laughs> like when, they, when, they, when they sent you to New Madrid, yeah. did, they, did they tell you where your to, dad would, they tell your you where dad to would stand? Like, no, not really. But I, it made me wonder this morning when I thought about that earthquake, honey, had I ever told you that I went and covered the predicted earthquake in New Madrid? Honey, if you did, we've been together too Maybe. long. I forgot. Well, and of, you were how old? Well, I guess I would have just been 1990. I would have been 19. Oh. Uh, probably not 19 yet. But... Uh, I had kind of forgotten about it until it came up yesterday that it was about making predictions and that type of thing. So <laughs> anyway, uh, another day, more classified documents found in the uh, found in the Biden uh, possession. But they're being transparent. Just by the way, if you if you listen to uh, Jean-Claude Pierre Black Jacques Chirac. She says they're being transparent about the whole I thing. I caught a snippet this morning on Rick and Bubba about the, <laughs> the level of transparency there. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it's two-month transparency. So <laughs> I mean, Found yeah. them in November, but um, we forgot to tell you. But we're being transparent. And then I hadn't heard a whole lot about Ukraine and Russia recently. Um, when they passed the spending bill federally a few weeks ago, you know, making an additional investment. But... The United States is training Ukrainian forces in Germany. Hmm. I didn't know that. I saw something last week about the guy that we traded for Brittany Grinder. 
yeah. had went back on one of his promises that he said he would do, and I, th- and I don't even remember something about the, the already. Mer- you mean the Merchant of Death? Yeah, the Merchant of Death is already not walking the straight and narrow. Yeah, Imagine and I that. thought, man, that's shocking. A, that's a real big surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> did she have a counter to that? Brittany no. Griner, does she get to change some of her conditions of release too? Since he's not, he's not honoring his commitment. Does no comment. She get to have more hashish. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, a dump, a dump truck, tractor, and several other expensive pieces of farm equipment were destroyed in a large fire on Grayson Springs Road. This happened Saturday night, uh, closing in on the eleven o'clock hour. Litchfield and Clarkson Fire, Grayson County EMS, uh, responded to the large barn fire in the seven hundred block of Grayson Springs Road. They found a, a big barn fully engulfed in flames. There were at least three explosions caused by oxygen tanks and acetylene torches, according to Litchfield Fire Chief Tim Duvall. The barn also contained woodworking tools, saws, a dump truck, a tractor, and others. They were on the scene there for a couple hours. Big barn. That's a pretty impressive photo there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's like seems the flames and smoke seem to be very tall. Yeah. You know, billowing up from. Because if you know the size of the barn, but it looks miniature in the photo, yeah. and then there's a lot of vertical movement in that uh, in that photograph. Three people, including two Hart County men, have been killed in a head-on crash in Barron County. Happened Friday afternoon about 1230 at the intersection of Happy Valley Road and Harry King Road, two miles north of Glasgow, uh, involving a uh, 74-year-old Robert Purcell of Louisville. And uh, Purcell and uh, a uh, Matthew Webb, 48 years of age, from Bonneville, were pronounced deceased at the scene by the Barron County Coroner's Office. A Glasgow woman has been accused of killing her ailing husband. The Glasgow Police Department on Saturday arrested 71-year-old Donna Logston, charged her in the July 2, 2022 death of her husband, 75-year-old Michael Logston, in November, after a four-and-a-half-month investigation, police arrested the Logston's daughter, 45-year-old Cheryl Bennett. With um, in, uh, She had both addresses in Glasgow and in McMinnville, Tennessee, but charged her with murdering her father. Donna Logston was lodged in the Barron County Detention Center on a half-million-dollar bond. Bennett was released from jail after her bond was lowered. Michael Logston had ALS and... Um, the reports are that according to Bennett's arrest citation, a device he had used to breathe was linked to a certain suspicious activity. So now they've arrested mm. two different people, two different family members in his death. So kind of curious. It's always one of those details. One of those stories you know there's got to be more to it. Yeah. Nobody, nobody will ever know. Well, and they also, because supposedly there's a trial on the way, they can't show all their cards just yet. Yeah because they don't want to telegraph what their moves might be when a case like that would go to trial. Governor Bashir has hired former U.S. Senate candidate Charles Booker for a lead role in efforts to connect state government with community and faith-based groups in policy partnerships. Uh, Booker is, uh, of course, from Louisville. He's a Democrat. He had a uh, failed run to unseat Rand Paul back in November. He will head the Governor's Office of Faith-Based Initiatives and Community Involvement. The, um, okay. The Governor's Office of Faith-Based 
initiatives and community involvement. He has a, the governor has always had a governor's office of agricultural policy. Mm -hmm. That was something that uh, Warren Beeler worked Mm -hmm. for for a long time. So I'm guessing this is a uh, equivalent of that type of board and Charles Booker will be heading it. I think that Charles Booker, you know, has a, uh, well, I'm sure there are certain areas that we we would disagree politically on. I do think he has the youthful enthusiasm and is, uh, and is knowledgeable enough and has a bright enough future that I do think you find something for him to do if you, if you can. I, I did always think when he was running, you know, he he had a real can-do attitude, and he had a, you know, he kept saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna defeat Rand Paul, I'm gonna defeat Rand Paul," even though most of us knew, like, no, no, you're not. But at least you're you're talking a good game, and you're talking about the future of Kentucky, et cetera. So, I I think it's, uh, you know, he left the state legislature in order to run for uh, Senate. So anyway, I, I um. I don't know what to make of the UK men's basketball team, uh, but they were victorious <laughs> on Saturday. They defeated the number five uh, Tennessee uh, Ugly Orange team, sixty-three to fifty-six. And um, I, I had several years ago, for different reasons, had kind of become disenchanted with the whole program and hadn't followed it as closely as I used to. Yeah. So this year, kind of. Tried to watch the first couple games and um, really was hanging on to some of the great things that Sheway did last year, thinking that that was going to uh, be repeated and and just watched a few games and just could not get into them. So last week, um, come out of a meeting, had an evening meeting and checked the score and they're down by two with three seconds to go, end up losing to South Carolina. And I thought, no, that's it. So Saturday I'm laying on the couch and flip it over and there it is. So I start watching it and they Tennessee I think got out to a quick lead and I'm like, Oh, here we go. And then they kept brought it back and yeah. Made a good game of it. <laughs> so are you feeling better about no, it? No, I'm still, you still, still yeah. yeah, you're still kinda of, <clears throat> right. That's the thing, you have no idea what you've got, you know, with them as an as an organization. They did have a lineup change. And so I think that lineup proved to be successful, and so you'll probably see more of it. And that lineup basically involves less severe Wheeler. Yeah. Uh, but by the way, I'm sorry for sending you the text during the South Carolina game the other night. Yeah. You were in a meeting, and I was pestering you about it, and so uh, my my apologies. You know, and uh, in, in really you look at it, and you had uh, Frederick hit some shots. Wallace didn't have the best game. I think he got in early foul trouble. Reeves comes in, hits a couple shots, and it's like you hit a couple shots, you can do some stuff. But when you're not hitting, just, uh, uh. Mama, mm-hmm. now look over your shoulder. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got, art, you got, artwork. Oh, yeah. You got artwork. artwork going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she, oh it's it's sliding under the door. Oh, okay. So okay. we've got inbound. I'll retrieve got, that really, <laughs> Alea, I'll retrieve that really <laughs> soon, okay? You got inbound artwork. <laughs> Hey, listen. She loves it. No, absolutely. Look, check out our flag here. Steven. Yeah, I saw the flag. Yeah. Oh, when, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know what's going to, yeah, you never know what's going to come through when she's here. Yeah. Super Wild Card Weekend is not over because the final game will be uh, tonight. But the Dolphins fell just short of uh, defeating the Bills, even without Tua. 
Miami played a little bit better than uh, I thought that they that they might. Uh, Jacksonville Chargers was the weirdest game to me because Jacksonville looked like they were well. They did get run off the field in the first half, and then the fighting Trevor Lawrence's mounted a charge. And did I just call them the Trevor Lawrence's? You did. They're the fighting Josh Allen's. That's who Jacksonville is, and so they got it untracked and sent to Herbert and the rest of the Chargers packing. Then the 49ers mopped up the field with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. And then a uh, team from Cincinnati play last night. I, I, I got a I got a fan's perspective of the after game um, excitement. Well, not really excitement, but <laughs> what was going on. But Yeah. Uh, Sam is here. He's not very strong of voice today. <laughs> So uh, barely, he's he, here. He, barely, he is here. I think he returned from Cincinnati around two a.m. Uh, after being at the, at the ball game last night. So he kind of asked, "Could he take it easy this morning?" And <laughs> like, "Sure, do you take it easy this morning?" But it was exciting to see Sam Hubbard uh, return the longest fumble recovery in NFL playoff history, ninety-eight yards on the uh, fumble by. Uh, Tyler Huntley for the Ravens last night, and then it kind of got exciting at the end. I the Ravens made more of a game of it than I expected them to, but now the uh, Bengals will go charging off to Orchard Park, uh, New York, and they will play the Bills, and there will be such a buildup for that game because you just go back a few weeks yeah. to the the Demar Hamlin game in Cincinnati, you know, staging and you got the Bengals and the Bills and the relationship of those two organizations and so that's going to be I think the game of the weekend. But the wild card weekend not over. You got the Fighting Tom Brady's versus America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. Stephen, who are you going to take tonight? Uh, it's a coin flip for me. It is. <laughs> I was going to ask if we had heard an update on Demar Hamlin. Oh yeah, he I saw was, he's uh, sitting up and he's been back in the building. Yeah. He's been uh, he watched he had you know watched uh, and cheered on his team via Twitter over the weekend. But yeah, yeah he's doing well. I think it's a probably not going to see him this year. You know, rest of the season, but he's uh, he's around. He's a very lucky individual. So you're not picking. I, I'll take the Cowboys just because I got a lot of buddies that are Cowboys fans. All right, got to get through a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. You're on in the know. Today is Blue Monday. It is because uh, oh yeah, it's about Blue Day every day. Uh, everybody's got navy on today. Uh, but it's Blue Monday because all the holiday gatherings wrapped up. And the bills are due. I think you've probably received all the bills you're getting from the holidays, and the holidays are over. So it's like, okay. And now, <laughs> after today, we're kind of in this waste, uh, this vast, wintry period until Valentine's Day. And I'm celebrating today, Mark. You are? Yeah. Well, of course you are. It's a banker's holiday. <laughs> Who? Listen, I don't begrudge you. <laughs> Having the banker's holiday. Just live it up. Is Fig Newton Day. Ooh, big fan. Are you a fan? Stephen, where are you on Fig Newtons? I can I can eat Fig Newtons. I don't I don't ever yearn for Fig Newtons, but mm-hmm. I think it's more nostalgia for me because Papa liked them. Yeah. And I always when I was younger, you, you know, you could break them apart and put them back together. 
I don't know. It's a nostalgia thing for me. But they have to be the original. Don't be trying to put like strawberry fig Newton in there or something. Mm, yeah. They're a bit gritty for me. Okay. Yeah, so that, texture? Yeah, that probably okay. gets me a little bit. Is he Isaac Newton's brother? Fig? Elementary school teacher day today, which I thought was odd. Yeah. It's very apropos, perhaps. Yes. Yeah, elementary school teacher, you don't have to go to work today, so there you go. That's your gift. Maybe it makes it easier for mamas. They don't have to give their teachers anything. You got the day off from my kids, so there's your gift. Well, you know, you, you mentioned they just go back to school a couple weeks. I would assume that there's a rush right after the holiday. Maybe teachers do need a day off today to... And I wonder if they're actually off or if they this is a... If uh, it's in service. Yeah, like a professional day or something. I think it's more about them having the day off than it is the students. There was a controversy for a long time around here is that Grayson County Schools did not observe, would not take the holiday and then think that, you know, got some attention and said, no, you got to take this as a holiday and the, the kids don't know. I think it was up against President's Day or something, one or the other. Yeah, it's just, again, back to you start slicing up the calendar and just too many holidays. always on a Monday. So that, I think, makes it a lot better for the teachers. I mean, yes, they're already off, but it's not like taking off on a Tuesday. So you come back for one day, you're off for a day. I think for scheduling and teachers, I think having the Monday off is smart. But that's just me. An Oregon woman whose suitcase was lost during a United Airlines flight home from Chicago said she was reunited with the bag four years later. Oh. And it took a detour to Central America. April Gavin is her name. She says she explained how her luggage was lost by the airline when she flew home from a business trip to Chicago in August 2018. After several months of searching, the airline informed her that the bag's disappearance was a mystery. She was compensated for some of her lost items, but not all of them. She was shocked to, shocked to receive a phone call this week informing her that her suitcase had turned up an air, at an airport in Houston. She said she was further surprised to be told it had arrived on a flight from Honduras. Listen, it went to Honduras. How fun would it be if she had those little tags like we do uh-huh. where we can track them to see like all of the points. That this in four years this suitcase made. Like I was all this I was just about to advocate for the air tags yes. and what a great move that is. If you've yes. not done that, if you're an Apple user and you travel a lot mm-hmm. and you've not done it, you can buy like a four pack of air tags for you know less than a hundred dollars. You just put them in your suitcase and then your phone will tell you where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I'll tell you where it's been it's been helpful even broadly. But I'll tell you where it's especially helpful that you might not realize. You know how everybody rushes to baggage claim? Like, oh, the bags might come up. It's like, yeah. oh, I can tell you from my phone when the bags mm-hmm. come up and when they don't. Because so, if they're still out there, you know, if they're still out there on the right. tarmac somewhere, don't be looking for them. Right. You have time to go to the potty, That's grab right. a Diet Coke. But when they pull know? up, like when they pull up to the door and they get close <laughs> and they go, oh, well, they're right here, you know they're coming up. So that's just an additional. Plus, it would tell you if your bag went to Honduras. Yes. Which <laughs> I don't know if you want to know that or not. I'm uh, surprised it hadn't been rifled through. That, yeah, that's my thought. 
did it have all the stickers on the outside? You know how in the cartoons oh, the you bun, travel bun, around the world, right? you yeah. get all the, you know, Belize, Paris. You know, you get that all these. That would be so fun. You get all the stickers. Esteline de Caragua. Well, <laughs> we, we have a mutual friend. I don't know if it's on Facebook, but she had, her and her husband had been tracking R2-D2. <laughs> it, it, so the suitcases is R2-D2. And they have been, they've been tracking it for weeks and weeks. But they had one of those air tags in it. And yeah. she would update us daily on where R two D two is. That's that's fun. Just send it on a voyage around the world. If you can't afford to go on a voyage around the world, just send your suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, just see where it goes. Live vicariously through on, my suitcase. On Friday, Sam, I think it was on Friday. Sam and I talked about how some medical experts are now advocating that a way to cure a peanut allergy is to eat boiled peanuts. Earlier on in life and over a period of time, you can uh, reduce your uh, reduce your uh, vulnerability to peanut allergy. Uh, I think it was on Thursday, honey, because you know you were here and we talked about it. Yes. But now the FDA is classifying sesame seeds as a major allergen. Don't be taking my sesame seeds mm-hmm. away. I mean, a Big Mac would not be a Big Mac without sesame seeds. A Whopper would not be a Whopper without the sesame seeds. I like sesame seeds on a salad. Sesame seeds on a salad would be good. So, but my question is: Are we now going to have to eradicate sesame seeds from the planet? Because probably. I mean, listen, I'm tired of all these allergens. Right? Can you just boil the sesame seeds? (laughs) Maybe it won't be a problem. Post is introducing new Pebbles crunched cereal with rock star shapes. For the first time ever, Post is adding a new Pebbles cereal from their um, a new Pebbles cereal form to their lineup with the introduction of new Pebbles crunched with rock star shapes. Featuring the fruity and cocoa flavors fans know and expect, the fan favorite cereal can now be enjoyed in a crunchier, more snackable form. Fruity Pebbles crunched features sweetened corn, blah, blah, blah. Cocoa Pebbles crunched consists of sweet chocolate, blah, blah, blah. Available at uh, retailers nationwide. I can see that the people who like Fruity Pebbles but don't like their Fruity Pebbles soggy, where this would be an alternative. Myself, I'm a soggy cereal eater, so think they'd be a think this is a little more durable yes. to the to the moisture. I'm looking more at the box there in the the sugary cereals, that's a reaction bite for the kids, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that's what you're shooting for. You mm-hmm. put them low do kids today know who Fred and Barney are? That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't remember the last time I heard anything about the Flintstones. Yeah, me too. And I have a wide, yeah, I don't know. So that leads me to the thought of, you know, the younger kids who wear the band T-shirts from, like, back in our day. Yeah. Like, I want to walk up to them and say, okay, sing me or sing me two songs from that band. Mm-hmm. Right. Or right. give me three songs from this album. Yes. Or what? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, name an album. Like, yes. It, yeah. It's going to be like a deadpan look. And then you, know? you just tell them, poser. Yeah. <laughs> Wanna be. You're a poser. The only one I've got, I've got a Van Halen t shirt. Nice. It doesn't fit me at all, but I mean, it physically fits. It just doesn't suit, suit <laughs> oh, my it taste, doesn't, but. Doesn't fit your personality. I have, yeah. I have some that, yeah. <laughs> my daughter bought me several that, yeah. Okay, I don't so wear. we Here. have been uh, more and more over the last year or so, we've been spending more time in uh, Reddit's Am I the Butthead uh, forum. And so it, it helps us kind of decide 
when we're out of bounds socially. And the latest is a 38-year-old woman wrote that her daughter is shy, isn't popular, and usually prefers to sit in the library than attend social events. So when it came time to plan her birthday party, her daughter just asked if she could invite four of her friends from her class and that be that. When she asked her daughter what she wanted to do for her upcoming birthday, she specifically asked if it could just be her mother and her four friends from school. So the mom explained that while they're poor, they aren't rich. They're not poor. They're not rich either. Live in a small apartment for her daughter's past birthdays. She usually takes her friends, uh, her and her friends, out for ice cream and a paint-your-own ceramic type of activity. But when word got out that the woman's daughter was, quote, having a party, she received an email from the teacher who called out the woman for her, quote, lack of inclusivity. Here. So, who who's the butthead? The teacher. The teacher. Is the, the, but this is how society has changed. When I went to school, you either got invited to a yes. birthday party or you didn't. That's right. And if you didn't, you just had to get over it. There was a reason that you didn't. Either you weren't a good friend, or you were a butthead, mm-hmm. or whatever. But now. We're mandating that if you have a party for your child, you have to invite his or her entire class. Well, and the other thing that I don't agree with is if you have a birthday party for a child and you invite, let's say, a friend from class, but they have a sibling. Okay. The sibling was not invited. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I can see where that can teeter-totter, but, you know, the invitation went to the child that it was intended for. Here's what also we here's what also we're doing now. It used to be that um, you got invited to a party. Now you got to get gifts for everybody that attends the party. You know you gotta have a it's like, no. It's your kid's birthday. They get presents. They have cake. Kids celebrate. Show up. Play games. Go home. I don't disagree with loot bags. I I know it's become very common. I'm just saying that it's an added expense that, so I think we've. The butthead is the person that came up with inclusivity. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, like participation trophies or whatever. <laughs> yep, same Listen, person probably. Can't stand it. Okay, so here's another one from Am I the Butthead? <laughs> Woman kicks her mother-in-law out for forcing 10-year-old daughter to eat the, quote, one food she dislikes. Her 10-year-old daughter, Susie, will eat anything besides mushrooms, but her mother-in-law lives with them and cooks dinner most nights for Susie. The poster and her husband work in the medical field, and they don't have time to cook every day. On the first night she and her husband had off together and could cook dinner, Susie made a startling confession that the mother-in-law was purposefully feeding her mushroom-based meals, such as mushroom pasta, burgers, mushroom risotto, to force her to eat them. When Susie refused to eat, the mother-in-law sends her to bed hungry. So she kicked the mother-in-law out of the house. Now the mother-in-law is sending her horrible messages nonstop. I think there's equal buttheadedry to go around. Well, if this is the only food that the 10-year-old will uh-huh. not eat, it's, it would be different if this child was a picky annie. Uh-huh. You know, but it's mushrooms. It's one thing. I don't know that I would kick my mother-in-law out, 
but I guess I would leave some little Debbies in my daughter's bedroom <laughs> when she goes to bed hungry. Yeah, or you know, other <laughs> other food or what have you. But I mean, I am for the. Uh, I think if you try something and you don't like it, that should be that, and you should move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor and I had a classic moment over black black olives. She tried them; she still won't eat them to this day. There's a famous, an infamous uh, event with me and my mamaw Alvina over black-eyed peas, <laughs> and I sat there for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I finally ate them, but I mean, I eat them in Hoppin' John now. I eat them maybe on a salad, but I don't say, "Hey, bring me some black-eyed peas. I'd love to have some." But to insist, right, the mother-in-law insisting, like, I'm going to deliberately make mm-hmm. mushroom things and you will like it. That's on the mother-in-law. I, I mean, agree. It just, I agree. It's, and, but I don't know where you draw. Like, I don't know how to force her. Like, if you said, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. I, I think you don't kick her out when you learn of it the first time. But you say, no more of this. This is not how we're doing it. And then if she persists. Then you just keep ratcheting up, you know, until... There are probably other things this mother-in-law does that... More to the story. Yeah. Yeah. The old proverbial tip of the iceberg, yes. perhaps. So. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Did you know... Did you know every possible three-character.com domain name has been registered? So if you just start with AAA, ZZZ, wow. and every possibility. So the speculators are sitting on those thinking that you might want one of them one of these days. And so, you know, there's a, it does make you want, that big speculation market really took off. It's been 20 years ago now anyway, but there was a lot of people that would just, you know, they would find certain domain names they thought were going to be popular, registered them, would sit on them, and then eventually you kind of have to weigh out, you know, had to pay for this every year to keep it registered. No one has come along. At what point in time do I stop paying the annual fee on it? Then it goes back on the market. So it's like people just waiting. Like, uh, eventually they're going to turn loose of one of this one of these days, and then I can sweep in there and and yeah, that's uh, only get about seventeen thousand five hundred and seventy-six names. That's so all there are. That's not that okay. big. Well, that's uh, thank you for that too, because I was curious <laughs> and I didn't have to ask Siri. Well, you know, I'm or a banker or or others <laughs> numbers. Uh, I did did notice though you didn't do it in your head. I did. I was checking my. Oh, I, 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 you're checking your work. All right, fair <laughs> enough. The weekend box office: Avatar two holds the number one spot. Megan debuts at number two. Uh, the Way of Water did $31 million. Probably expected to do a little bit better than that because of the long weekend. Megan at two. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish at three. A Man Called Otto at four. I do want to see A Man Called Otto. I'm a little surprised that it's at four. Uh, Plane is at 10. House Party at six. Black Panther at seven. The Whale. Whitney Houston's movie at nine. And uh, Walter, Walter Veraya. At uh, ten, I don't have any idea what that uh, what that is. Lisa Marie's autopsy complete, but toxicology not back, so they are delaying cause of death for now. I had forgotten what a checkered. I just forgot that she had so many struggles with uh, drug abuse over the years, and I had forgotten. I knew she was married to Michael Jackson, but I had forgotten she was married to Nicolas Cage. Hmm. And 
don't think I knew that. Nor did I. She was the sole heir to Graceland. And now um, one of her children took his life in 20. So she has two surviving children that I presume become the heirs. But she went into full cardiac arrest, and they finally had to sign a DNR for her. She was declared uh, brain dead, and the family signed off and said, "Don't she if she codes again, don't bring her back." Mm-hmm. And but uh, I also heard a story last week that there's something because of El- Elvis's parents were uh, some. I don't think they were first cousins, but they. They were familial cousins in some way, and then there's a speculation that that family is carrying a gene that make, gives them that propensity to cardiac or, or some type of pulmonary failure at an early age. Mm. Um, so I don't know that that's the case, but some speculation that Elvis's parents apparently died at an earlier age. Um, of course, his his dad's name was Vernon. Yeah, Vernon. And then Elvis had a younger brother that past uh, as well, I think. Bono and the Edge documentary special with David Letterman has been greenlit at Disney Plus uh, Disney Plus ahead of an upcoming U2 album. What's confusing to me about this is that I thought David Letterman had a Netflix deal with his My Next Guest Needs No Introduction, so not sure how David Letterman is moonlighting with Disney Plus as it pertains to something going on with U2. The musical group. The Critics' Choice Awards were on television last night. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once won Best Picture. Brendan Fraser won Best Actor for The Whale. Best Director went to the directors from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which I've not seen. Best Limited Series went to The Dropout. Best Drama Series went to Better Call Saul. I did think that it was funny. Kate Blanchett won Best Actress for Tar. And then in her acceptance speech, she said they need to do away with televised award shows. <laughs> so here's an award from us. Go up there and talk. Okay, I'm going to use this opportunity to tell you how you shouldn't exist. <laughs> I, mean, I, haven't hey. even, I haven't even heard of very few of those movies. Or... Nor nor have I. I'm having to force it a lot more to like, oh. Is that a thing? I need to pay attention to that. Now, I'm with her. They don't need to give the award. I 100%. Now, I think she and I have different reasons on why they why they should. Hers is all about female and like we got a sing we're singling one out when everyone should be celebrated. Back to the old participation trophy you know, participation thing. But we do at the end of the day we do agree. Man, award shows out, you know. Why bother? Gotta get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. How long will you wait in a checkout line before you start getting angry? So I think we, before you answer, I think we have a weird sensation. If, if you, if you work in our industry, you have a more acute understanding for how long a minute really is or is not, Mm -hmm. you know, when you deal with what 30 seconds are, what one minute and you got three minutes and then you got, okay, three and a half minutes. Like you deal when you're stuck with nothing to do and waiting Something that really only takes about 90 seconds feels like it takes six minutes. Mm-hmm. But that so that kind of skews what your perception is. 
But you got some idea for? I I don't get sideways that easily over things like that. Um, I don't know. It depends on where I'm at. If I'm at Olson's Mercantile, the one I know so well, I'm <laughs> fine with 10 minutes because I'm going to be standing there talking to everybody. Right. That's just. Strictly checkout line here? Is that what we're talking about? Is that what it says? Yeah. Or lines, period. Because, yeah, because if you talk about Disney lines, that's a whole nother ball of wine. Right. Yeah, check a checkout line. Check, okay. But you check can be in line. a checkout line at Disney, but but not not queue line, not things you line up for anyway. Like yeah. for a ride. This is like you're in a store and you need to go check out. And how long? Oh, man, it, you know it really depends. What frustrates me is if you have one person at the at the till that is just sweeping people through, running people through, and they're doing awesome. And then you got the guy over here that you just happened to get in their line, mm-hmm. and the person is returning three things and getting four more things and mm-hmm. fumbling, getting their credit. That's what's that's what's frustrating to me. I am for progress. <clears throat> yeah, I'll be in. I'll stand in the longest line if you can show me that it's moving and it's being efficient. Yeah. But when the jack wagons get in the line that don't know what they're doing, or the thing that infuriates me the most is be behind someone in the drive-through line. That we've been in the drive-through line for four, five, six minutes, and they haven't thought a single thing about what they want to order when they get to the right. So ha- let let's know it when we get there. You had ample time to prepare. How much has the menu changed? Okay, but now listen, you two are probably going to gang up on me on this one. But here's the thing: typically, I order the same thing from every <laughs> restaurant. Okay, typically. But what if? What if? Somebody has added macaroni and cheese to the menu, and I don't know it, and I need to look at the menu board. Okay. I I, I would even allow for an audible at the line of scrimmage, but you went to the line of scrimmage with a play called, Mm -hmm. right? You you, In the huddle, you Mm -hmm. called a play, and you got everybody at the line of scrimmage, and then you looked at the defense lined up, and you said, oh, I don't like this backer is cheating down. I'm going macaroni and cheese. Uh, mac, mac and cheese, mac and cheese. It's like, okay, that's fine. Listen, but there's progress. Yeah. We can be three back. Does everybody know what they want? <laughs> uh, well, uh. four minutes is what this says. Four, more than four minutes spent in a store checkout line not only tends to lower one satisfaction level with the retailer, but it can also cause the customer to walk out empty-handed. I, I like I do like all the self-checkout jokes. You know, all the memes that people share about. You know, I'm 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 expected a Christmas bonus from right. you know from whatever retailer because or you know did, did I get invited to the Christmas party because <laughs> I did my own self-checkout? Like I like those things. Those are those are kind of funny. I used self-checkout yesterday. At Olson's Mercantile, mm-hmm. but I found out I was like, okay, well, whatever, what, whatever gets me through. I, lottery players, I'm so glad the lottery has also kind of, they've made it easier where you can be self sustained over here on the lottery machines, yeah. and you're not clogging up the cashiers and give me two number fours and I need a one seven. And then how, now, how much did I win on the last one? Yeah. Uh, is that 33 or 34? Well, then that leaves me enough for I could sort of throw in a number four. Yeah. Well, and I've what, been known What's Olson's Mercantile? What's that? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I've been known to teach people how to use the self-checkout at Olson's Mercantile mm-hmm. on multiple <laughs> occasions, not just. 
Stephen, you didn't grow up watching. Uh, you didn't grow up watching Little House on the Prairie. Sure. You know, Not a ton, but Willie and Nelsie, Nellie Olson. Mm-hmm. The, they're the Olson's Mercantile yeah, the yeah, store, yeah, yeah. where everybody went when you needed something real quick. Yeah, you ran down to Olson's Mercantile. So there's an Olson's gotcha. Mercantile on every corner these days. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. On uh, television tonight, Dallas at Tampa Bay. I have a punch card. She does have a punch card. I can tell you where all the good ones are. She should have been invited to the Olson's Mercantile Christmas party. Yes, I should. The corporate <laughs> event. Yes. America. I'll tell you a story after the show. America's Got Talent, All Stars, and then the Neighborhood tonight. Uh, today's highlight in history: this date, nineteen ninety-one, the White House announced the start of Operation Desert Storm to drive Iraqi forces out of Kuwait. I uh, remember it well. In twenty-seven BC, Caesar Augustus was declared the first emperor of the Roman Empire by the Senate. I remember that day, too. It's yeah. kind of cloudy. <laughs> Barometric pressure was about 60.03 and rising. Best I recall. <laughs> I think I had a salad for lunch. Did it have sesame seeds on it? <laughs> it did. <laughs> In 2003, the space shuttle Columbia blasted off for what turned out to be its last flight. Birthdays today, A.J. Foyt is 88. Ronnie Millsap is 80. Movie director John Carpenter is 75. Sade is 64. Kate Moss is 49. Lin-Manuel Miranda is 43 today. Gone but not forgotten. Dizzy Dean in 1910. And that's about that. Chart Toppers. 1955. The Cornettes, number one. With Mr. Sandman. Mr. Sandman. Yes. Make him the cutest that I've That's good jam. It's a good jam. Yeah. All right, cool. We're starting on the <laughs> Now, I never heard this one before. No. Is it Icicles? Yeah, Popsicles and Icicles oh, okay. by the Mermaids. M-U-R-M-A-I-D-S. What year is that? 1964. What's going to happen when Alea finds out there's a song called Popsicles and Icicles? I know, and that's by the Mermaids, even though it's spelled exactly. differently. Exactly, by the Mermaids. 1973, Stevie Wonder, number one. Superstition. What if that had been number one on Friday the 13th? 1982, the Jay Giles Band and Centerfold. Let's go to 1991. There's a fire in my heart. Wow. Okay. High enough. By the darn Yankees. Tommy Shaw and see if here's the chorus Can you take me high 
So, Stephen, no fishing today? Nah. No? Probably not today with the... Are you afraid? I mean, you're fishing on the water. You afraid it's going to rain? Yeah. Yeah. Wind's blowing pretty good, too. and that The fish are already wet. Oh, yeah. The wind's blowing. I saw a gust 20 to 25 miles an hour. Yeah. That, so. that blow you up on the bank all the time. 23 years ago today, Jessica Simpson, number one. I want to love you forever. I was really hoping when he asked about the fishing, that fishing in the dark was going to be coming up. Right? Yeah. That's the Edmondson County National Anthem. <laughs> Listen. What? Whatever. Is, is that not true? I mean, I think we really like it. Well, it could be. Because it's a great song. Right? Here we go. In 09, T.I. and Rihanna with Live Your Life. 14 years. I'll go back to high enough. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, number one five years ago today. And Havana. Better than Rihanna, I suppose. <laughs> Rihanna, Havana, etc. Like oh, I know. Uh, he, likes, he likes Havana. Yeah, uh, right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pearl Stephen, thanks for coming yes. in on your yeah, day off. Good day. On, your, on your banker's holiday, getting up early. You did get to sleep later than normal. Yes. Yeah, I woke up at the same time. Uh, kind of wallowed for a while. Just kind of conditioned. Yeah. Heather made you make breakfast in bed? <laughs> no. No. Okay. MP's Pearl of Wisdom for today. People do not decide to become extraordinary. They decide to accomplish extraordinary things. People do not decide to become extraordinary. They decide to accomplish extraordinary things. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Stephen Smith, for B, Jimmy MB, now you're in the know.